Welcome to the Morning Inspiration Podcast with Pastor Walt. At Chosen City Church, we are chosen to overcome, to build, and to be like Jesus. We pray that this podcast will empower you to do the same on today. Lord, we love you today. We praise you today. We thank you today. God, we ask you to forgive us of our sins, forgive us of our shortcomings, have your way in this space touching this space, healing this space, delivering this space. Lord, uh, this is your space, God. And we thank you, God, that you always meet us here. God, we are on this journey together and we are uh, just getting to know it, one another together together uh, spiritually. God, we just pray, God, for what you have to say to us today, that your spirit will be present with us, that your spirit will guide us, uh, that your spirit will speak to us. Lord, when it's all said and done, we'll be careful to give your name all of the glory, honor, and praise to the powerful name of Jesus, we pray together. Amen, amen, amen. All right, fam, listen, I'm excited as always about what the Lord God Almighty is saying uh, to us on today. Our scripture uh, today um, uh, comes out of uh, Psalm uh, 37, Psalm 37, uh, verse 23, um, and, um, and, uh, and th- 23 through 26, Psalm 37, uh, verse uh, 23 uh, through uh, 26, uh, and it reads as uh, follows, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I have been young and now am old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. His ever He is ever merciful and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. And I just simply would like to talk from this subject today, our steps have been ordered. Our steps have been ordered. Y'all, um, if there's one thing you may or may not have uh, noticed um, as it relates to something I like to do uh, when it comes to uh, sharing the word of God, I uh, I sometimes like to connect it to a um, song. Um, for example, uh, preached a sermon last week um, simply called Plant My Feet on Higher Ground. And at the end of that sermon, I uh, had someone to sing that old school hymn, um, uh, Lord, Lift Me Up and uh, Let Me Stand. <laughs> um, um, so because I wanted the people to understand the power of planting their feet on higher ground, not only through the preached word, uh, but also through the proclamation of 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 music because music does something for our brain that words alone can't do it's a proven fact that playing music works both sides of our brain that when we have music flowing uh, it it works the left side and it works the, the 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 right side so it works the analytical part of who we are but it also works the creative part of who we are studies have repeatedly shown that when we use music excuse me, it maximizes the learning opportunity. Studies have uh, 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 shown uh, intentionally that when we use music, 
it improves the memory of whatever has been put before us. And so when we go into worship, that's why we have to be intentional about the music that is selected that goes along with what God is trying to say, because it all works get together uh, so that we can understand the move that God is, uh, is trying to do in our life. And my sisters and brothers, that's what I came today for. I came for us to have a move. I came for, for some deliverance. And when God gave me this word, it was an old school song that I was listening to to prepare for it. And God said, no, y'all got to listen to this one together. So I'm, we're going to listen to this because this we're going to activate the left side we're gonna, of our brain. We're going to activate the right side of our brain. We're going to have an encounter with the Lord. And listen, we're going to do this the best that we can. So I, 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 I pray that technology will be on our side. If you are a worshiper and you're on the Zoom side, and if you need to unmute yourself for a second just to say uh, hallelujah to God, be the glory, I'm going to uh, I'm going to allow you to, uh, to to do that. Why? Because the people on Facebook, the people on, uh, on Amazon, the people everywhere, they need to hear this. And after we listen to this song, then when we look at this word, it's going to bring life to it. Does that make sense? Then we'll listen to a little bit of this song. We may listen to the whole thing. I see how the spirit moves, but I need my worshipers on Zoom. Worshipers on Zoom, where y'all at? Where y'all at? Where y'all hear this song? Don't try to talk too much because you might you might mess up the, uh, the the technology on it. But what I want you to do is I want us to worship, right? And Facebook, I know we can't hear y'all voices, but I need you to type in, right? Because our, our devotion of the day simply declares uh, that that our steps have been ordered and we gonna unpack that. But God says they this one is a little bit deeper than head knowledge. They got to feel this. I need y'all to feel this. This is a classic song that many of us know, but we're going to worship together this morning. Y'all don't mind if we do that. Okay, I'm going to do that. I'm gonna, and Reverend Johnson going to make sure we good on the tech side. But my Zoom people, like I say, feel free to unmute yourself because this is a time that we can just go forward and uh, and worship God um, 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 to, to, uh, to, together. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's listen to this song. Y'all remember it. It's a classic, y'all. Let's check out what God is saying. We're going to stay here for a few minutes. I know it's a little bit different than what we normally do. But I need you to listen to this together. We worshiping together. And then we're going to listen to this text. Ooh, hallelujah. Listen, listen. You can go and listen to the rest of that on your, on your own time. I just wanted to give you a good taste. What a dynamic song. And listen, I wanted to tell you something that sometimes what God is saying, not only uh, must we take it in and learn it and receive it, but we got to be able to feel it. And I pray that you could feel that right where you are. Okay, if you could feel that, just give God some glory. Come on, give God some praise right where you are. If you could feel it, just say, God, I could feel it this morning. Lord, we are praying today that you will order our steps in your word. Psalm uh, 37 um, is our guide today. We start at verse uh, 23, which reminds us that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. Y'all, can I ask you a question as we look at this particular uh, passage of scripture? And uh, uh, what are you, what area of your life are you praying that the Lord uh, will, will guide your every footstep? There's something I say sometimes, I'm like in this season of life, you can't get it wrong this time. And I want to remind you and to speak to you that in this season of life, you can't get it wrong. And if you're in a season of life where you can't get it wrong, this is an encouraging passage of scripture. Let's break down these uh, few verses uh, today and see what God is saying. So we look at verse 23 and the psalmist says, the steps of a good man. Can we talk about the steps, right? So the steps represent 
our path, one's going the direction that we are headed. And God is saying uh, that 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 your your path, uh, your 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 steps, your uh, the, the the direction that he 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 has for you, your destiny. Um, uh, is something that is not uh, left up to happenstance. It's not something that is left up to coincidence that the steps that God has for you to path has already been paid. Ephesians 1 verse 4 through 5 reminds us that even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love, he predestined us for adoption to him as sons through Jesus Christ according to the purpose of his will. What does that mean? That means that since the Lord God Almighty made a decision before you were born that you would be saved, but he made a decision before you were born that you would reign with him forever. He made a decision before you were born that you would see victory, that the outcome has already been won. I once heard a preacher say, and I believe in last past I heard say it, that it's a fixed fight. Yeah, you don't even have to worry about it because the battle has already been fought and the victory has already already been won, and you are reminded that the steps, that the path has already been paved. That's a good news sign for somebody, because so many of us have been spending our lives trying to figure it out when God is saying that the path has already been paved. I want you to think about what you're trying to do today in your life in comparison to the fact that God declared that you would be saved before you were ever born. If God declared that, the, that you were going to be saved, but there is a route that you must travel to salvation, God is not leaving the route up to you, right? God is not leaving it uh, up to you to figure out on your own, because if we had to figure out the path to salvation on our own, we'd never figure it out. If we have to figure out the path to joy on our own, we'd never figure it out. If we had to figure out the path to peace on our own, we'd never figure it out. But you ought to be encouraged today because your goings, your direction, your path has been predestined. It has been determined by the Lord, right? Why has God taken such a time to path a way through the mountain for you? Why uh, has God taken the time to make sure that you make it even if someone else does not? Why has God taken the time to give you a blessed assurance that everyone is going to be all right? Uh, you ought to be encouraged today because Deuteronomy 28 verse 6 says, because your path has been ordered, because your path has been paved, you are blessed when you come. You are blessed when you go. I wish I had some folks that could say that I have experienced Deuteronomy 28 and 6, that you are blessed when you come. You are blessed when you're going. You are blessed and highly favored. You are blessed in the city. You are blessed in the field. And all of this happens when we remain obedient to the path that God has given us. It's that reminder that you got to remain obedient to the path that God has paid for you. And when you can't find the path, that's where the Holy Spirit helps us to get on the path and say, guide me. Oh, thou great Jehovah, I'm a pilgrim here. I'm passing through. I get weak sometimes. I struggle sometimes, but guide me, O thou great Jehovah, because I understand that there is a path, there's a direction, there's a destiny that has been predetermined for me, and I'm asking you, Father God, to order our my steps. I wish I had a few folk that would don't mind being obedient to the path that God has paid for you, because when you are obedient to the path, that's when you will experience his blessing. Is there anybody out here that don't mind being obedient to the path that God has paid for you? Is there 
anybody out here that is willing to trust the path that God has paid for you, the steps, right, of who, of a good man. Can I talk about this? Uh, this is for, this is, is, is neutral, is gender neutral, but it's not just speaking to the fellas out there, it's speaking to everyone of a good man. What is a good man, the steps of a, of a good person? Or, or what does it mean to be good when Romans, the third chapter, which we just studied in Bible study, declares that no one uh, is good, no, not one, that no one understands, no one seeks God, that all have turned aside from him, that all have sinned and fallen short of his glory. If God says that we all can be ratchet sometimes, if God says that we all get outside of his will sometimes, if all says that none of us uh, are, are seeking him all the time, what does it mean when the psalmist declares that we are good when it appears that none of us are good? Shout out if you're willing to acknowledge that you have messed up a lot of times. Shout out if you're willing to acknowledge that you have not been good. You are looking in the mirror and you have seen yourself be afraid. You've seen yourself not trust God. You've seen yourself get angry. You've seen yourself cuss some folk out. You've seen yourself deal with some things in a way that were not godly. That's every last one of us can acknowledge the fact that we have not been good as God would define goodness. But there is always a but to that. I'm so glad the Lord didn't stop there. I'm so glad that he reminded us in Romans, the third chapter, verse 28, that we're not good because of our behavior, because if it was up to our behavior, we would have been missed the boat. But our goodness comes because we have been justified by our faith in Jesus Christ. What does it mean to be justified by our faith? It means that when we have faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins. And because he has forgiven our sins, our sins are removed away from us as far as the East is from the West. That simply means that God has cleansed us. He's delivered us from our yesterday. And because he has cleansed us and we are covered in the blood, we talked about that in Bible study, didn't we? We reminded ourselves that when you have been covered in the blood, it's a reason that the old school saints would be excited about the blood because they understood there's power in the blood. They understood that their deliverance was in the blood. They understood that their forgiveness was in the blood. They understood that their healing was in the blood. They understood they was going to be all right in the blood. And now when God looks at you because you have been covered by his blood, because you believe in his son, you are good in his eyes despite what you have done. And even if you mess up the day, you are still good. Why? Because the blood still works and the blood will never lose its power. That's a sermon that I could preach every day of my life because when I get up and I have missed the mark, when I get up and I made a bad choices, I want to encourage somebody today who got it wrong for the millionth time that the blood still works. Is there anybody that's still living today because the blood still works? You didn't take yourself out because the blood still works. You didn't harm somebody else because the blood still works. And the Bible I read says that this blood will never lose its power. And in spite of myself, I'm good in the eyesight of God because I am covered by the sacrifice. I'm covered by the atoning. I'm covered by the finishing work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And because of that, when I look at God, God said, that's my child. And my child is good. The steps of what? Of a good man are, are, are ordered. Oh, I, I, I love the fact that our steps are ordered. What does it mean that our steps are ordered? Though, when we look at this word in its Hebrew, in its original context, it reminds us uh, that our step for our steps to be 
order, it means that our steps have been established. Somebody say established. Somebody type in established this morning. Our steps have been established. It, it means that our steps have been made good. Somebody said, my, somebody type in made good. Y'all talk to me this morning. Y'all testify uh, uh, this uh, morning. Um, uh, it, it means that our steps will succeed. Whichever one of them words speak to you the most, type that in. Say, I will be successful. It means that we have been caused to raise up. And, and the one that speaks to me the most when I was looking at the definition uh, of ordered here in this text, when it says that the steps of a good man are ordered, y'all know the one that stuck to me, which stuck, uh, stuck out to me the most when I was looking at my Hebrew dictionary, it says that this word can also mean that our steps have been put back right, that our steps have been corrected. Oh, I got excited about this one. I told my wife last night, I said, I get excited about this part of it because it's a reminder that I understand that I'm on the path and I understand that I'm good in the eyesight of God even when I mess up. But I get excited about the fact that my steps are ordered because that means when I get off the path, when I go the wrong direction, when I go the wrong way, when I take a detour I should not have taken because my steps are ordered, because my path has been uh, predetermined to be a path of victory, when I start going the opposite way where victory can't be found, when I start going the opposite way where his love is not present, I I want to tell you his love is present everywhere, by the way. But when I start to do what he I should not have do, he corrects me. Aren't you so glad that God corrects your step? God corrects our step when we goes the when we go the wrong way. God corrects our step, our steps when we try to do the best that we can. I told my wife that's why I'm crazy because I know that when I step out here and I try to do something, I know when I step out here and God says plant a church. I know when I step out here and God says start a new business. I know when I step out here and do the next crazy thing, if I go forward on the path that is destined for me, when I get off of the path, I have a blessed assurance that he is going to correct me. You ought to be glad that God will correct you when you're doing the best that you can in this life. You ain't always got to get it right. You will never get it right. But God is saying that because your victory is assured, I'm not going to leave it up to you. If you are just have a heart that is committed to going the right way, I'm going to put your steps back right. I'm going to correct correct you every time that you need to be corrected. Sometimes that correction might hurt a little bit. Sometimes that correction might sting a little bit, but the correction is just to get you back on the path that was determined for you. And there are individuals that I want to remind you that you've gotten off the path that was determined for you. And God is in this season of correcting you, that your victory is assured. You can bet your bottom dollar that because you are in the hand of the Lord, he has the strength to keep you when you can't keep yourself. Oh, I I wish I had some folks that didn't mind thanking the Lord for his correction today. I wish I had some folks that didn't mind thanking the Lord that your steps have been ordered. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. We ought to give God some praise for that. And not only that, well, God takes delight in the way of this type of individual. I want to remind you of something else that God is excited about what's ahead for you. Did you ever think about the fact that God is excited about uh, what's ahead for you? God is more excited about about your future than you are. God is more excited about your victory than, than you are. God is more excited about your deliverance than you are. The scripture says that God delights when you are determined and committed in walking in the path. God gets excited and heaven rejoices when you finally say, let me be what you call me to be. I'll say, yes, Lord. Lord, I'll degree. My desire uh, intimately is to be what you call me to be. And that's what I'll be. Heaven sings 
things when you say, I'm going to do what God called me to do. I'm going to say what God calls me to say. I'll go when you tell me to go. I'll be everything that you have called me to be. We ought to get excited because God is excited as he delights in our way. But verse 24 also encourages me because I know that the God is on my side when I go down the path. I'm also encouraged in verse 24 because verse 24 says something else. It says this. It says, though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. My God, I want to talk to them people out there who fallen on the path. Can I talk to some people who have fallen on the path? This is your moment of deliverance. This is your moment of healing. Even though your steps have been ordered, even though you are good, even though God is correcting you, there are times on the journey when the cross will get heavy and you will fall down. There are times on the journey where you will make a misstep and you will fall down. There are times on the journey and the wind will blow and it will knock you down. I want to talk to some real folk. Is there anybody out here that you know that you are on the path that God has called for you, but you have been knocked down? I want to talk to some people that want to be real today and say, God, I'm doing it the best way I can, but I've been knocked down. I want to talk to the real people today. What are real folk at that say, raw and real, I've been knocked down. And as a matter of fact, God, I'm getting tired of being knocked down. I know it's part of the process. I'm grown enough to know that, but God, I'm tired of getting knocked down. I'm tired of getting knocked over, but I want to remind you that even though you've been knocked down, the Bible declares that you have not been knocked out. I want to remind you that there is no three knockout rule here in this fight. I don't care how many times you have been knocked out, knocked down. It ain't over unless you get knocked out. I don't want to remind you God is saying that you're not going to get knocked out. God has literally said in verse 24 that although we may fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. That means you may be getting, you may get knocked down, but God is declaring that it will not kill you. It will not knock you out. It will not defeat you. It will not destroy you. Why? Because the text goes on to say, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I'm so glad that we have the power of God's hand holding us up, even though sometimes we get knocked down, but you just got to be willing to embrace his hand. There are too many people that get knocked down, and when you get knocked down, we get mad with God, don't we? When we get knocked down, we get upset with God, don't we? God is saying, I know you got knocked down, but I'm in the ring with you, but if you don't mind grabbing my unchanging hand, I will pick you up. I will turn you around. I will clean up all of your bruises and I will do a new thing in your life. Get back into the fight. And that's what I want to tell somebody today. God is saying to you to get back into the fight. I know the situation knocked you down. I know the situation knocked your life out, your breath out. I know the situation is hurting you, but God is saying at some point you got to get back in the fight. At some point you got to get up off the mat. At some point you got to come back out of the corner. But when you come back out of the corner, I want to come, I want you to come back swinging. Why? Because David is here to testify for us today. David says in verse 25, let me testify as a person that has been knocked down. My steps were ordered from the time that I was a boy. God anointed me as a boy to be the king of all Israel. I had to go through a lot before I became king. And even when I became king, I made some bad choices. I made some bad decisions. I cheated on my wife. I made some bad choices. I made some bad decisions. I caused soldiers to lose their life. I made some bad choices. I made some bad decisions. And now the enemy was overrunning me, not because God was not with me, but because I made some bad choices. But this is what I discovered, that God ordered my steps. When I was making bad choices, he did not give up on me. God ordered my steps. He got me back right. I had to go through some stuff. I had to cry at night. I had tears in my eyes, but God ordered my steps. And he said that because God ordered my steps, I was able to make it out. I was able to make it 
over. And he says, now I'm an old man. And as an old man, I need to testify. I think we need to get to the church sometimes and let the people who've been through some stuff testify sometimes because there's some power in the testimony. David says, listen, let me tell you something. I know that you can get up from whatever knocked you down because I got up from what knocked me down. I saw what God did in my life. I saw what God did in my children's life. I saw what God did in our kingdom. I saw God move like many people have never seen God move. And though I'm an old man, he says this, I have been young and now I am old. Yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. That's that reminder that no matter how many times well, we get knocked down, God is saying, I'm not going to forsake you. God is saying, I'm not going to forget you. God is saying, I got your back. God is saying, I'm going to make a way out of no way. God is saying, it's turning around for your good. God, David declares of the testimony. I know what it feels like to be knocked down. I know what it feels like to struggle. I was once young, but now I'm old. I'm a old. I'm a senior saint with a testimony that I can tell you that I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. And not only have the righteous not forsaken, verse 26 reminds us that they are ever giving liberally in lending and their children become a blessing. Not only does God not forsake those that are on a path, there is overflow for the individuals that are committed to walking the path. That means that'll be your children will be blessed. They will become the lender and not the borrower. It's right there in verse 26. Everybody that you that is connected to you, your seed will be blessed. Your seed will be blessed. Your seed will be blessed. You've been worried about your children, but your seed will be blessed as long as you keep doing what God has called you to do. Order my steps in your word, dear Lord. Lead me, guide me every day. Send your anointing. Anoint us in this place today. Father, I pray, order my steps in your word. Thank you, God, for this moment. Thank you, God, for this place of deliverance. God, we got to pray, y'all. We're going to leave with a powerful prayer specifically focused on God ordering our steps today. I pray that God orders some steps today. I pray that God makes the path plain. And listen, I want to encourage somebody else. I talked to one of my sisters last night. I ain't going to call her name out. I'm just going to talk about it in her face in public, but she won't know. She's a dynamic anointed woman of God. And she has a calling on her life. And she asked me a question. She says, I'm waiting for the path to be perfected. I'm waiting for that plan so I can make sure I get it right. I honor her for not wanting to get it right. But I said, sis, if you wait for that plan to be perfect, if you waiting for the call to be um, uh, a, a, a three-point uh, sermon and a, and a PowerPoint and an Excel spreadsheet, you're going gonna, gonna to always miss out on that call, sis, because when God calls you, he says, go, and then I'll show it. I want to talk to somebody today that God is saying, once you go, then I will show. Maybe we'll do that as our devotion or tomorrow. Once you go, then I will show. You will discover that God has made the way for you plain. He has made it a way for you clear. He is working it out for your good. Now your steps have been ordered. You just got to trust him when you can't trace him. You got to trust him when you can't see it. Thank you, God, for ordering our steps. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's pray, y'all. Lord, we love you today. We thank you today for reminding us of the power uh, of your plan for our life, for reminding us the power of your perfect will, for reminding us of the power of what you plan to do with us. God, I thank you that you taught us today and you reminded us today that our steps, our path have been ordered because of our faith in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Help us to walk that path now, God. 
Help us to be what you've called us to be. Help some people make that first step. Help some people make that thousand step. Help some people who've been knocked down on the journey. Let them know that you're still walking with them. Let them know that you're still in the ring. Let them know that they're still in the fight. Let them know that it's going to get better. Let them know that struggle is coming to an end because everything is for a season. And so for the people that have been knocked down, let them know, God, it was just a season. It's time for them to stand up. It's time for them to fight back. Anoint all of us afresh, Father God, so we can walk this path clearly, so we can walk this path boldly, so we can walk this path with power, so we can walk this path with fresh anointing. Guide us, O thou great Jehovah. Lead us through this barren land. Lead us through inflation. Lead us through wars and rumors of wars. Lead us through COVID-19. Lead us through the danger seen and unseen. Lead us through divorce. Lead us through surgeries. Lead us through challenges raising our children. Lead us through challenges in the school system. Lead us through a heartbreak. Lead us through sorrow. Lead us through bereavement. Lead us through pain. Deliver us, God, and be with us. Lead us through the decision-making process because somebody needs to make a decision and they want to make sure that they're on the right path. Guide us, O thou great Jehovah. Lead us to the place that you have us to be. God, we close this prayer out by thanking you. We thank you because we know that our paths have been our order. We thank you because we know that you're making the crooked places straight. We thank you, God, because the presence of the Lord is here. We thank you for being with us. God, we love you on the day. We praise you on the day. It's in the powerful name of Jesus, we pray together. Let all the people of God say amen, amen, and amen. Listen, love you all, mean it. We back here tomorrow, same back time, same back channel. To God be the glory, to God be the glory. God bless you all, love it, love you all, and mean it, and look forward to seeing you um, on tomorrow. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to the Morning Inspiration with Pastor Walt podcast. This and other podcasts, as well as our live Sunday morning service, can be found on all of our streaming platforms and are also available on the new Chosen City Church app, which is available on both the Apple Store and Google Play. We would love to see you in person on Sunday morning at either our 8 a.m. or 1015 services. We are located at 13925 Irwin Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. We hope to see you soon and have a blessed day.